I think it's it's uh, good that both Louisiana, who has a Democratic governor, Texas with a Republican governor and a Republican president, were able to put some politics aside and get that set up for the people of Galveston. So, hang on just a second. Okay, so um, those of you tuning in, I had put up that we were going to talk about the Convention of States. Um, We are not going to be discussing the Convention of States. I just received a message from the Convention of States group that I had asked to come on here. They're not available until next Friday. So next Friday we will talk about the Convention of States uh, for those that uh, want to tune in for that and let others know that we're going to talk about it. Um, Next week we'll focus on the pro side of it, those that are in in favor of a convention of states. um, We'll let them come on, talk about it, why it's important, why they think that uh, we need it, and we'll we'll gladly go from there. Um, Then we'll, we'll try to offer those that are in opposition an opportunity to come on, and we may try to have them both come on at the same time give one the first set, give the other one the second set, and then kind of let them uh, go back and forth with each other. Um, The truth is, up until this point, I have been opposed to a convention of states, uh, primarily because my concern is that at the end of the day, if only the 34, and this is how it's written in the fifth article of the Constitution, for those that want to debate it, uh, my biggest concern is that 26 states could end up ratifying the Constitution. And that would be my only thing, because then you can do away with uh, 24 states that would be deeply conservative, and then you would stand a better chance of getting stuff pushed through. And that's one of the things that people aren't talking about, because the way the Fifth Amendment is written, it says that three-fourths of the participating states which means that if only 34 participate in a convention of states, then 25.5 or 26 states would be the three-fourths as required by the Article 5. At least that's the way I interpret it. Um, I'm going to talk to C.C. Heil, constitutional attorney, see what she says. Um, And if I'm wrong, I'll admit it. But that's how I see it. Um. Let's move on to our next. So next Friday, 10 o'clock, be here or be square. Okay, we'll be able to do so then. Oh, man, I know this. Gore covers the line. Say what? Gorka resigned. Yeah, that that wasn't a surprise. We knew he was going to go as soon as uh, Bannon went. The USS Indianapolis has been found. Yay, I saw that last week. They're going to start sending up some photos of of it, so that's going to be good. Um, Barcelona van driver has been killed. I don't advocate anybody being killed, but... I can't say I'm going to lose any sleep over him. Uh, 
no longer being upright upon this earth. Okay. Um, <laughs> some of these things that I have on, on the agenda for tonight, I just have to shake my head at. Uh, let's see. Trump went after uh, Tennessee Senator Bob Corker today saying that he was incompetent and that Tennesseans weren't happy with him. Well, as I uh, I went digging today to see if that was true because most of the news stations around here decided to put up polls. And so, whereas these are not scientific polls by any means, they do kind of lend some credence to how people feel. And I found in every one of the polls, uh, some as small as 1% to 2%, some as great as 10%, that the president was right. People just truly aren't happy with Corker. And Corker does appear to be facing some opponents uh, when he comes up for re-election. Now, if memory serves me correct, he's due up in 2018. Because he ran in 2006, which I had the misfortune of working that campaign. We ran in 12, and so he's due up here in 18. Um I've heard rumors that uh, Joe Carr was going to get in. Um, I honestly don't believe he's going to. If he does, he's going to get in with a house race where he has a better chance of winning uh, statewide. He's just He doesn't have the name ID to do it. Um, and he doesn't have some of the big financial backers he had before. If he gets in, I'll be surprised. Um, if he does get in, it most likely will be a repeat of uh, the last election cycle, although, and, and here's where my difference is, although I can handle Joe Carr being elected, okay? Um, haven't always agreed with everything he's done, especially when he decided to rerun, uh, when he dropped out of the House race to go to the Senate race and vice versa. Um, that I didn't particularly care about. Uh, my thought was run your race and, uh, you know, follow it through. But the one thing about Joe is that you at least know where he stands. So I, I can give him that. He's pretty straightforward about where he stands. Can't decide what job he wants, but he knows where he stands. Um, a lot of people support him. A lot of people like him. Um, I just don't know that he can win a state race right now. Um been out of the limelight too long. I, I just don't know that he would win the state race. And, you know, as we talked about yesterday when we were talking about May Beavers uh, for governor, one of the things is that that Senate race, you have to look at two factors, Chattanooga or Hamilton County and Knox County. Those are your two big uh, vote areas as far as East Tennessee goes. Now, you also heard me say you have to win the 1st Congressional District, which remains true. 1st Congressional District consists of 13 counties, of which I am one of them. Um, that's the heaviest concentration of Republicans in the eastern United States. You have to have that district. If you don't, you're in trouble. Here's where he's going to have a problem. I and well, I'll just throw it out there. Some of y'all may have heard this, but Zach Womp is most likely going to get in the race. If Zach Womp gets in this race, 
in a primary race with Corker. Anybody else that gets in it is doing a fool's errand. Zach represented the 3rd Congressional District up here, very popular, and he can do the one thing that other people haven't been able to do. He can make a dent in Knoxville. Okay? He can make a dent in that Knoxville vote where Haslam has it locked up. Well, guess who was Haslam's roommate at the University of Tennessee? You were. No, I wasn't. I'd have kicked him in his teeth. But uh, Bob Corker was his roommate in college. So so goes Bob Corker, so goes Bill Haslam, so goes the city of Knoxville. Okay, city of Knoxville is all about the Haslam family. And, uh, I mean, it's just right or wrong, that's how it is. So, uh, Marla, would you like for me to unmute you, by the way? Send me a message in Who the chat. Me? No, Who, me? No, not Barbara. Marla. Oh. I know last night she didn't want to be unmuted. I'm going to ask her tonight if she wants to be unmuted. Anyway, Marla, that was to you, by the way. Um. Anybody's better than Bob Corker. Anybody's better than Lamar Alexander. Both of them need to go. Um, Got that right. If you look at the Senate, and I, I said this earlier, there's 56 senators that need to go. Or, sorry, 96 senators that need to go. 96. There, there's four that I would say leave there and let them try, you know, let them, let them keep trying to work. Um. But anyway, Bob Corker is not as popular as he once was, but it's going to take. Okay, Marla, I got you. If you want me to say anything, just put it in the chat because I can see you. Okay, let's see. This one, I'm going to skip the Catholic one and come back to it near the end. Um, I'm going to skip the USC one because that's about as ludicrous as the Catholic Church one. Okay. If you are zero and four in midterm or in uh, special elections, how you could possibly be Nancy Pelosi and go out and speak at a luncheon and make the statement that you have (laughs) won every fight against the GOP in these special elections? Um. I think there's an R beside each of those four names. And I'm going to tell you what's pathetic. One guy slugged a guy and still won the seat. It's those okay. Botox injections, I'm telling you. So <laughs> they, go, listen, they go into her head. And Alabama's coming up. Alabama's about to make it five for five. Delusions of grandeur. And they think they're going to flip all those seats. They think they're going to flip 80 seats in the House yep. of Representatives. And CNN uh, let it? off. For real or CNN... just dreaming? Go ahead. Yeah. CNN let off with a story this morning that says Trump will tweet Republicans out of control of the Senate. Mm-hmm. Now, They've done some studies, they've done some polling, they've done this and they've done that. And, um, hello, most people don't care about his tweets. 
They yeah. agree that they're not the greatest things on earth. And listen, it would suit me just fine if he would get his butt off Twitter. <clears throat> okay. But do okay. I'm gonna ask this for everybody on here because I think it's important. Does anybody really give a dang what he's tweeting? I mean, seriously. No. Nope. Does anybody care, Barbara Trish? Not really, but I no. I do believe he's he's trying to let the people know what's going on more so than what media is. He takes it to the people. Exactly. I, I do agree that he's trying to get the mess out of the people, but there are some things, look, he just needs not to tweet. The personal attacks against some people. You know, one of the things that, that the reason politics has become the way it is those are the personal attacks. I remember a time that you could not. You know, at 5 o'clock, you put the, you put the swords down and you could go out and have lunch. <laughs> you know, now, not so much. So, uh, you know, whatever. Okay. Uh, keeping with CNN here, <laughs> I want everybody to know on this call, you, if you voted for Donald J. Trump, you're racist. It doesn't matter if you're black, you're a black racist. You are what the black yeah. community calls an Uncle Tom or an Aunt Jemima, either one. Yeah. Okay, if you voted for Trump and you're white, did you know that you should have picked up a rifle for the gray and shot somebody based solely on slavery, even though Civil War wasn't fought over slavery, but that's another call. What's with that? Okay, if you are Native American and you voted for Trump, you betrayed your brothers and sisters. In the tribe. Oh, good Lord. If you're Asian and you voted for Trump, well, I'm not even going to say. I'm just simply saying that CNN has has made everybody a racist that that voted for Trump. So that's, yeah, whatever. Listen, I I I held my nose and voted for Trump. Okay. Tell my notes. If I had a viable alternative, I would choose the viable alternative. The truth is, the truth is that in three years, if we haven't accomplished some of the things that we need to accomplish, there needs to be a viable alternative. In the Republican Party, I will not vote for a Democrat because they're murderers for all for what I'm concerned. All right, moving on. Mike Rowe, gotta love Dirty Jobs. I absolutely love that show. Oh yeah. And the the more I listen to Mike Rowe talk, the more I like him too. Because Mike, he had a person on his Facebook page have some very bad things to say, and it's on my Facebook page. If you all want to read it in its entirety, but basically. Without going after this guy, he went after this guy and basically stripped him down to nothing but bones and built him back up. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, he was, <laughs> wanted to know why Mike hadn't spoke out politically and, and 
basically calling out racist and this and that and the other. And Mike said basically that, yes, he is worried about his audience, and no, he doesn't talk politics, because either way you go, you're going to lose half your audience. You want to know how that works? Ask the Dixie Chicks. They lost all their audience. Mm-hmm. I still won't listen to them to this day. Mm-hmm. I won't either. I've got one that's still unopened. Confederate soldiers Natalie. are considered U.S. veterans. This was done in 1957 by an act of Congress and was approved on May 23, 1958. So all of you people out there that want to take down these monuments of Robert E. Lee, who, by the way, would have preferred to have been with the Union, but he went with Virginia. I've said that until I'm blue in the face. Um, and this comes from a Civil War expert, my father. Okay? That man knows more about the Civil War than anybody I know. He even set the guy straight at the Nathaniel Green Museum here in town where they have a Civil War exhibit and some of the stuff was wrong. So, just saying. I'm just curious, anybody, um, I know they've covered up a lot of the statues there in Nashville and Memphis and and other places. Uh, Can anybody tell me, has racism went away? Nope. Is Is it over now? Nope. No. Because I nope. hear that the Catholic Church, in all of their wisdom, has now moved a statue of the Virgin Mary and Christ out of the mainstay of the church because it could be offensive. What? Yep. I'm not even, I'm not even going. I, I, I'm not even going there. All I'm going to yep. say is, have moved- you? And let me correct this. This is a Catholic school. And they moved the statue of Jesus and Mary in the basement because it might offend people. Okay, let me just apply some logic here, people. Catholic school. Catholics like the Virgin Mary. Catholics like Jesus. And if it is a Catholic school that teaches the Catholic doctrine... In a Christian environment, what do you expect them to have there? The Virgin Mary, Jesus. The cross. Well, didn't you know? Didn't you know that Jesus and Mary they own slaves? You know. Oh my gosh! Didn't they? Yeah. As didn't, far as didn't I they, know, they, they didn't. I know there were some indentured oh. servants on their on their property. But remember, Carl, oh, okay. Joseph was just a carpenter. That's right. Oh, okay. Okay. So they were but not... somewhere along the line... They were not somewhere money. Along the line, But somewhere along the way, they must have owned slaves. No, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't directly, no. Their descendants might have. But here's the thing, people. As much as it's reprehensible for one human being to own another... I mean, ask husbands. They'll tell you right now. Their wives own them lock, stock, and barrel. Okay? But that's a joke, so if anybody of the wives get offended, some of the wives are going. Some of the wives go, I know. I got him on the Anyway, um, that was the culture. It was an accepted practice back then. Does it make it right? No. Okay? But at the end of the day, 
at the end of the day, I didn't do it. You didn't do it. Nobody alive did it. If my ancestors did it, shame on them. But from where I said, it got corrected by this little document called Emancipation Proclamation. Thank you. Right. Okay? Ratified into the Constitution. So, check, please. Unfortunately, the Dems and Libs are too, um, shall we say, idiotic to recognize that. They don't want to admit their own mistake. You see, because it was right after the Civil War that the KKK was formed by, who was that? The Democrats. Oh, my God. Oh, But they don't want to admit that. But they don't want to admit that. Well, the Democratic Party... The Democratic Party was the primary party of racism, with the exception, right. and, and there is an exception. The Republicans had our own races, too. Strom Thurmond was oh, yeah. I in know. the KKK. Yeah, that's true. Um, yeah, and, I know. And he said so, and, you know, he told, he told why. And, and wait, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Nancy Pelosi wants to remove some Confederate soldiers or generals that are in the Congressional Hall that she finds repulsive, but they're Democrats. (laughs) Oh, my my God. Oh, Oh, my. My. Oh, my. Mm-mm. Could it be? Mm-mm. I think she's gotten too many Botox injections myself, but... Oh, well. <laughs> well, removing those busts from Congress is going to be a little more difficult until Democrats get control of the chambers. Okay, so well, let me tell you... If, if, Here's if a trivia question. To, I, I think they're going to have a hard time to do it anyway. If she were going to do that, why didn't she do it when she was Speaker of the House? Because it wasn't politically expedient to do it, and they didn't care about it then. They care about it now. Yep. And, but there's something more important here, folks, and that, that is that these issues are being used to divide not Democrats but the Republicans. And while the Republicans are watching this hand over here with the statues and the monuments, this hand over here that nobody's watching is doing things. Mm-hmm. Okay. Done by a community organizer. Well, there is some debate on if Obama's behind it. No, there's no debate at all. Paid by okay. George Soros. How many how many folks here has sent money to Valerie Plume's uh, GoFundMe page to help her buy Twitter? <laughs> Anybody? Not me. For those of you that have no idea what this is about, 
Valerie Plant has decided that she wants to buy a controlling share of Twitter so that she can (laughs) shut down Donald Trump. So I have... I'm going to ask if she's serious. Well, the GoFundMe page page is up. How how legal is that? Because she's using other other people's money. Listen, GoFundMe is a fund-sharing page. If people want to give their money for that, they can. I mean, there's nothing... There's nothing illegal about it. I mean, I see people give money to fund trips to go to concerts. I see them funding some of the dumbest stuff there is. So, But she's using it to fund, to buy a public entity. Well, I mean, that's not illegal. Why would it hmm. be illegal? I don't know, it just sounds illegal. <laughs> well, why don't we set up a GoFundMe page to uh, give her a ticket out of... Let's set up a GoFundMe page. Let's set up a GoFundMe page so I can go back to London. <laughs> so... I'm trying to find the actual GoFundMe page to see what she has raised. But at this very moment, I can't find it. So, so we'll go to the next topic, and I'll come back to that one if I can find the data. All right. NAFTA. President Trump is thinking about pulling us out of NAFTA. But if he pulls us out of NAFTA, he's got to pull us out of CAFTA. Because if he doesn't pull us out of CAFTA, but pulls us out of NAFTA, we're still in the same boat that we are. Is anybody following that? (laughs) Yes. Yes. The North American Free Trade Agreement allows tariffs not to be placed on products between the United States and... Oh, wow. Canada and Mexico. CAFTA does the same thing. Uh, Oh, that's great. Okay. Anyway, so with CAFTA, CAFTA covers the same states, the heads of states, that NAFTA does. It just includes others. Okay? It includes uh, all of the South American countries. So getting out of one is not necessarily going to get us out of the mess, and that is a problem. Because I do think we need to get rid of NAFTA. Businesses aren't going to want to get rid of NAFTA because that means they're going to have to come back to the United States to do business. And if they don't, their products will be tariffed. And guess what? I think it should be. They shouldn't have left the United States to begin with. Now I look at it. Okay. Our good friend Teletubby 
also known as Kim Jong-un, decided to launch three rockets. (laughs) Yeah. And um, as Ahmed the dead terrorist would say, it was premature detonation. Yeah. Hush, hush. <laughs> they traveled about 155 miles and they went kaboom. So, now, here's the bad news. The bad news is he launched the missiles. Okay, anybody want to guess how much money Valerie Plame has raised? $150. Okay. Keep going. 1000 Oh, much higher. Come on. 20000 1500 it, It's above $50,000. i will give you that. Wow. Yeah. $71,581. Well, especially when Twitter is worth about a billion. I just... I, I just got a long way to, She's got a long way to go. She does have a long way to go, but here's what's pathetic. Here's what's pathetic. People, 2,000 people have given her $71,000. That is pathetic. Stupid. Okay. Now, I do. Maybe it's just me, folks, but aren't they always hollering that people need this and people need that and why ain't people doing this? Couldn't that $71,000 go to feed about 10,000 starving kids? Yeah. I'm pretty sure it could. So maybe we should start a GoFundMe page to combat the GoFundMe page that's combating Twitter with the money that we raise going to actually do something good. Yeah. I'm just saying. And for those of you that lost me on that one, I kind of lost myself. All right, let's go to our next topic. George Foreman. Everybody that loves George Foreman, say, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Hi. George Foreman, you can't help but love him. Number one, I have to tell a quick story about George Foreman. He was in a ring. In the ring, he was he was older, fighting a younger kid, and he did it solely for money. Nobody expected him to win the title. Okay, and so he's standing in the middle of the ring. Any of y'all have ever watched him dance, or dance, box, you know, they would tell these kids, don't dance to your right. If you dance to your right, he's going to knock you out. Well, this kid, move in on Foreman. Foreman block his punches, he'd back out. Move in. Well, as as the rounds went on, Foreman would pop him, and Foreman's punches were tough because you can see he's a big old boy. And you could tell they're starting to take a toll. Well, he lowered that arm. 
and danced to the right. And when he did, Foreman cracked his jaw for him, laid him out. <laughs> laid him out. God. Referee could have counted to 50, and he wouldn't have got up. <laughs> so that George Foreman grill, he, he knocked the grill out all right. Knocked that dude's grill right out for him. Anyway, I have George heard. Foreman. George Foreman basically told Colin Kaepernick, which, by the way, the thousand idiots that showed up to support Colin Kaepernick. Okay, I'm going to tell you like I told somebody earlier today. Number one, he sucks as a quarterback. Yes, he did quarterback a team that took him to the Super Bowl. Yes. It wasn't because of him that the god-awful, terrible, sucky, atrocious 49ers made it by luck to the Super Bowl. Okay? His skill is awful. has nothing to do with the color of his skin. I will tell you the reason he don't have a job as a backup or a backup to the backup is because he took a knee during the uh, national anthem. That's why he don't have a job on some backup to backup. But he's never going to be a starter yep. in the NFL. He wasn't a starter to begin with. He was a placeholder because the owner of the San Francisco 49ers didn't want to get rid of him because he was hollering race. And they were afraid that if they got rid of him, he'd race. And, again, I went digging on this. When I get these topics, I go dig a little bit. Now, having said that, in uh, the Cleveland Browns, owned by our governor's brother, Big Jim Brown, or Jim Brown shit. Uh, Jim Haslam, not Jimmy. Jimmy's the old man. Jim is the younger fella, or vice versa. They may call the old man Jim now and the younger fella Jimmy. But anyway, owns the Browns. Well, there's a white guy that decided to take a knee during the pledge, and his wife's been all over the media today talking about how he is such a hero. No. No, sir. You're not a hero. You're a coward. When a soldier who is paralyzed has his buddies stand him up so he can salute a flag that he can no longer actively serve with tears in his eyes because he feels that he failed, those overpaid behemoths have no right to take a knee. Them sons of bitches better stand up. You ain't got to salute. You ain't got to put your hand over your heart, but you better damn well show respect to the people that come before you. And that's one of the few areas where I will argue to the mat about people's right to not participate in something. You may have a right not to participate in something, but you got a damn right to respect the people that gave you that right. So get your ass up off the ground and stand there. Period. Because if you think that you're doing anything, only thing you're doing is you're pissing off the 80% of Americans that think you're an idiot and that you're entitled overpaid brats to run around there and grab each other's hind end playing football. And that would be the reason why the ratings last season were dismal. That would be the reason why the preseason ratings so far have been dismal. I don't like Jerry Jones. He's the owner of the Cowboys, but I'll tell you the one thing he did do. He told his players that they worked for him, and when they were on company time, they damn well represented him, and they will stand up 
ramrod straight. And you know what? Good for him. Good for him. Mm-hmm. God bless him. That is the, that is the one area, because everybody hears me preach about the Constitution and people's rights. And trust me, I, I believe in people's rights. But when it comes to the flag and it comes to the servicemen and women that protect and defend that right, or the family members of those that gave the ultimate sacrifice for that right, shut up, stand up for the three minutes and 45 seconds it takes for that song to play. And at least pretend like you give a damn that freedom is but a generation away from extinction. Period. Um, Seventh Fleet Commander has been relieved of command because two accidents have happened under his watch. Um, I'm not surprised. I kind of saw this coming. Um, I I don't know a lot about this next story that I'm going to mention. I know that the adoptive parents were awarded $3.25 million. From what I gathered on this story, the birth father come and got the kid, took the kid out, and basically killed him. What what happened was that they... The, they, I know a little background on this. Um, the the mother was 16 years old. They helped the mother through the pregnancy. They were there when the child was born. They took the baby home. The lawyer screwed up, did not get the mother to sign the adoptive papers. The mother came back after three months and took the child back. Five weeks after they took the baby back, the father killed the baby. Oh, dear God. Now, obviously, That's this some... is three point. This is $3.25 million that this family's never going to see, obviously. Right, obviously. But did they was the award the against the father or was the award against the adoption agency? It's against the lawyer. Against the lawyer? Yeah, they see well, the lawyer. Insurance will probably pay for that. So they they may see that one. I don't know. So okay, and so. you know it, it was okay. a shame. It was a shame. And That's it should have never happened. You're right. You're right. But mistakes do happen, and we are human. And, you know, yeah. did the lawyer intentionally do it? You know, that that's what you have to look at. Yeah. I would say it's intentional. I don't know. He, he just said, you know, I, you know, looking back, I haven't read this. Uh, when reading the story, it was just an oversight or, you know, whether it was intentionally done or just, you know, it was something that was overlooked, Uh, you know, um, since then they adopted another child and um, then they did have a child of their own, so now they have two daughters. it was a lesbian couple that um, you find out more on the Daily Mail than anyplace else. Um, uh, 
where I read the entire story. So, you know, and now that that um, the father is now going to spend 50 years in jail for killing the child, so. What was he killing the child? It didn't say what his reasoning was, but there was uh, traumatic head injuries, so. Oh, man. Okay, on, on two final notes. As many of you know, I'm friends with Park Overall, okay? And occasionally she posts stuff that either infuriate me or I have to chuckle at. And today, I sent her a message and told her that she finally posted something that we agree on. So I'm going to read her little post. Okay, I have to find a way to cope. I can't even turn on the news anymore. I can't. See, I was done in the day, or I was done in the day I saw a little docu on Richard Speck. Most of you here will be old enough oh, to yeah. remember. And there he was, sitting in prison, with his shirt open, growing breath. And he was discussing his boob growth, hormone stuff, with some prisoners while this was being filmed as a docu. And he talked about killing all those nurses, and how he didn't feel anything about it, nothing. And we, as taxpayers, are paying for his hormone therapy. And if I'm hearing the news correctly tonight, we are paying for transgenders in the military as well. I think that's what I just heard. Now... If you can't afford to change your sex, don't expect me to pay for it. Damn, I'm a flat-out liberal, but I'm not paying for your sex change. (laughs) So I sent her a post, congratulated her on taking a step of becoming a Republican. All right, which never going to happen. She's part of a group uh, called, uh, oh, what is that group? Oh, shoot. It's the liberal groups that have been popping up everywhere. Oh, crap, crap, crap. Starts with a D. Maybe it doesn't start with a D. Starts with something. Oh, well, well you know, the other In, night. Indivis- you know, indivisible, that's it. Indivisible. Oh. And she well, leads the you one know, here. And uh, me and the indivisible got into it at the fair when I went to the fair my son is like dad come on dad don't argue with him dad come on I'm like no they're idiots need to be telling them they're idiots now had Park been there that wouldn't have happened because she'd have told him to shut up off me that I would have torn into him but anyway okay last topic yeah. and well can I get back to that for a minute yeah. uh, you know how I troll Twitter um, Chelsea Manning uh, just celebrated his fourth year. I know you all be excited to know this. Celebrated his fourth year as coming out. And, of course, I tweeted back to it. That's how I refer to him. And I tweeted back to him, and I said, yes, and we're paying for it. We are paying for it, and we will continue to pay for it. Will not and be I discharged him. From, that's why his sentence was done the way it was, so that he and would I not be. Said, and I called him a traitor, and I said, and by the way, I said, and I said, and the only reason that we are paying for it, I said, and by the way, I said, if how did I word it? I said. 
uh, President Trump would never have pardoned her. <laughs> well, if you all notice, Bergendahl has decided to do his trial by judge and not by a tribunal. Oh, I think really? I think that's going to come back to bite him in the butt. His lawyer, he has a civilian lawyer, has advised him to just go with one judge instead of a three-judge panel. Oh, wow. That'll be the military. It's a military judge. Oh, wow. He's facing some biggins. Their argument is he suffered enough by being in the tin box for the years that he was in the tin box. But you know what? Had he not walked off his damn post, he wouldn't have been in that tin box. That's right. That's the that's the end of the discussion right there. If you'd have stayed on your post, you wouldn't have been in a box. And I'm gonna tell you about another little traitor. I was reading he the won't story. Get pardoned by Trump. He won't get pardoned by Trump. No, Trump won't pardon him. Yeah. I was reading a story on MSN about this soldier that spent many years in North Korea in a prison camp. Well, you start to feel sorry for him until you get to the part where he was a deserter and walked off of his post in South Korea. Really? Yes. And the way this story was written is that we're supposed to feel sorry for this guy. I felt sorry for him up until the part where I found out he was a deserter. Much like Birkendall, I don't think... Like, Birkendall ought to be turned right back over to the Taliban. I'm not kidding. Take away his citizenship and be like, he's yours now. Put him on a military plane, put a parachute on him, shove him him out the damn plane as we fly over an enemy area. Be like, he's yours. If you were a draft dodger, I can understand part of the draft dodging. I really can. Okay? I can understand part of that. If you signed a contract and you walk away from your post putting your men and women now at risk because you're too much of a damn coward, no sympathy Mm -hmm. whatsoever. All right. Final topic of the evening, and this one's going to elicit some laughs from all of you. But... And and I want to apologize in advance for this. You know, I have always said, and and many of you guys will be aware, that as we move forward with some of these dumb things, like gay marriage, I said that bestiality and polygamy and pedophilia would be next. Well, we've got all those in the courts now. With the statues, when it started, I said, well, they're going to go after other things besides statues. And the Black Assembly of USC has definitely lived up to that. They are saying that the white horse that is a mascot for the Trojans, okay, is racist. I'm sorry. (laughs) Yep. Are you kidding? Yep, the horse is white. Yeah. Like it, it could choose what color it was going to be when it was born. Well, the horse is the mascot. It comes from a long family of white horses. I mean, they've always been white. But do you honestly think, do you honestly think, seriously, that somebody in the back room at USC, one of the most liberal institutions in the country, is like, you know what, I want to downtrodden people of color. 
we're going to show them we're going to have a white horse as the mascot. Mm-hmm. Seriously, who the hell thinks of this stuff? Yeah, and it's named. And I should get what? the name of the horse. I'm offended by Black Beauty. It's racist. Yeah. It should, and, be and the name, it should be non-gender specific or color specific beauty. Yeah. And, and, the, and the name of the horse is actually named, it's not, it's it's just a parallel, but the name of the horse is actually named, is the same name as Robert E. Lee's horse, but it's, it, it wasn't named for that. Well, it's just a coincidence. It's just one, a coincidence. One of the things, and here's you another stupid thing. ESPN pulled a guy by the name of Robert Lee. He was supposed yeah. to call a football game. I read that. Oh, they pulled him off of the <laughs> announcer's table because of his name and that it might be offensive. Are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> yeah. Who How in far the... did we go? How far did we go? I mean, you know... This is just so ridiculous. I mean, you know, <laughs> you can't make this stuff up, guys. I mean, <laughs> I'm just trying to figure out. I mean, who sits around and thinks of who? Who, who sits around and comes up with this crap? Liberals, Democrats, morons. I mean, have have you got nothing? Have you got nothing oh, better no. to do with your time? Mayor DeBasio in New York now, they're considering doing something with the statue of Christopher Columbus in Columbus Circle now. Well, you know, we've got one of those statues in in Wilmington, too. In Ulysses at Grant's tomb, no less. Because Grant, Grant, said something that was anti-Semitic, which he apologized for. Would somebody get a frickin' grip, and who cares what was said to... Never mind. I just have I to mean, remember... you know... I just have to remember I mean, who we're dealing know, with here and be done with it. God almighty. I mean, you know... Like I said, they're morons. No, they're liberals. No, they're liberals. You've got to remember who it's coming from. We just blame Trisha. She did it. No, don't. don't, Actually, you know what? Marla's not feeling well. We can just blame Marla. (laughs) No, don't do that. No. I'm thinking thinking blame Marla. I'm pretty sure it's her fault. Put the blame where it really lies, at Obama's feet. Well, yeah, thank you, Trisha. I, I'm going to have to chime in here and say, guess what? We can't blame this on Obama. We can blame Why part not? of it. We can blame part of it on Obama. But we can't blame it all on Obama. I can. No, you cannot. Because, and, and I know you all are going to love this when I go back to this, but... Number one, who elected Obama? The Dems, the Liberals, the, not me. That's not true. The people elected Obama. I didn't. And I'm going to go back to I what did. I said the other day. Okay? If we had done our jobs, 
we never would have had Obama. Exactly. Newt might have been in there. I'm gonna I tell tried. you what. I'm, I'm gonna tell you. Y'all think y'all think Donald Trump's tough? Newt Gingrich would have been a lot tougher. Yeah, but I was on his. Oh team. God, yeah. Oh God, yeah. I was on his team. I love Newt. I love Newt. And what McCain did to Newt? Oh. They couldn't stand Newt because he he told them like it is. Well, Newt was a no nonsense dude. Exactly. Straight up. Yeah. Exactly. Yep. That's why they got rid of him as Speaker of the House because he told it like it was. Well, yep. he was he was told on a couple of cases to to watch out because he was making some enemies, and that's kind of what oh, happened. McCain's Paul Ryan is a Paul Ryan is a Paul Ryan is a patsy. Well, who was talking about Paul Ryan? They need to get rid of him and McConnell. Yeah. Well, if you here's the thing: Paul, if you get rid of. Have you if, heard what Paul Ryan's been saying about Trump lately? And McConnell. Have Have you heard what they've been say, saying about Trump lately? I have. Oh, what are they saying? Well, stabbing him in the back. Stabbing him in the back. He's right. I got an email about that. Well, I'm not, uh, listen, I'm not surprised. You know, it's it's hard to remember that you were sent to clean out the swamp when you're ass deep in alligators. That's right. And McMaster's, he's stabbing him too. McMaster's, I haven't trusted him. Well, McMaster's is playing a game, and he needs to be careful. Uh-huh. Yeah. He's going to find out about it. And when he does, McMaster's better look out. Well, the president, the president needs to be careful, too. Because I'm going to tell you all right now that slowly but surely the enemies of the president are gathering. And I would just be careful. But I'm going to go back to what I've said before. I think he's going to resign. I honestly do believe he's going to resign. I don't think so. He's stubborn. He's gung-ho. He wants to get this country back to where it's it's supposed to be. He he may be gung-ho. I'll give him that. He is kind of gung-ho. But I'm telling you, I think he's going to resign. I'll, I'll, I'll put a, I'll put a wager on it. If they that, force him to resign, that's how, that's how sure I am. If they force him to resign, I don't know that they're going to force him. Yeah, I think they will. I think if you because look at it. McConnell, the deep state, that's what they want. Paul Ryan. Well, on on Tuesday, we're going to be talking about the deep state. I know we were supposed to do that already, but we will be talking about the deep state on Tuesday. That's what they want. 
Paul Ryan, McConnell? Well, like Trump That's asked, asked McConnell, for seven years they bitched and complained about Obamacare and not being able to do anything about it, and now that they can do something about it, they're dragging their feet. Yep. So what's their story now? Well, and that's it right there. Exactly. Why Why hasn't there mm-hmm. been something done? And there will be, you know, as they say in uh, one of my favorite movies, there will be a reckoning. Well, when they come back from the summer vacation, um, Trump's already said he's going to do an executive order to kill Obamacare. What did you say? I'm sorry. Trump said when they come back, he's going to, he's going to do an executive order and kill Obamacare. He's going to take it take it into his own hands. Well, he can't do that. So, good luck with that one. Now, I will tell you, he puts the onus. He sets it right on the Democrats or on the Republicans and refuses to uh, sign a budget. I'd veto any budget that comes through. What about this judge that's trying to tell this senator that he can't vote, that he's not going to excuse him to vote? Okay, well, you yeah. know what? That, that comes up. I tell you what. Let me let me close this out. And let's go to rag or let's go to PST after dark. So let me close this out. I want to thank everybody for tuning in. For those of you that tuned in for the Convention of the States conversation, that will be next Friday. The organization I had invited was unable to attend this evening. They did notify me about 20 after that they would like to be a part of the discussion. They do have some caveats, and I'll look over those and see if we're willing to meet them. If we are, then they'll be here next Friday. Even if they are not, we will have this discussion, both the pros and the cons. Also on Tuesday, for those of you that uh, follow Ragtag, we're going to be talking about the deep state and how that was set up and how far back that goes. And I'm going to go ahead and tell you there's Republicans guilty, there's Democrats guilty. Nobody is to spare in this one, except for one president, Ronald Wilson Reagan. He had nothing to do with it. Yep. Others did. And we're going to talk about it on Tuesday, Ragtag Patriots. I invite you all to come on. Remember, you've got to stand for something or you'll fall for anything. Freedom isn't free. Thank a soldier for without them, we'd not be able to do these programs. Thank a family member of a soldier for without their support of the soldiers, we wouldn't have an all-volunteer army. My name is Fabian. I am the political superman. And until next week, have a good night, everybody.